Hey friends, and welcome to another episode of Wife Me Up. I'm your host, Megan Faulkner, and I am so glad that we are all together today for episode five of season two. This season, my hope is to introduce you to some people who are really good at creating things for others to enjoy. So in each episode, we'll host a guest and learn and hear their stories and about what they create in the world for others to enjoy and how that connects to our lives. I've been having so much fun hosting these interviews and collaborating with all sorts of really incredible people and inviting people into what we love here, creating things for others to enjoy. Hey, remember to stick around at the end of the show for Megan Recommends, the segment where we share with you some things that are bright spots in the world. For season two, our guests are the recommenders. We've had some awesome recommendations so far, and I know that you'll love today's as well. Our next guest for season two is my good friend and yours, New Jersey native Deanna Marie. She is a singer-songwriter whose sound has been described as acoustic neo-soul. Deanna got her start singing in church around the age of eight and then began writing her own song shortly after, her, which we talk about in our interview. Her debut album, her debut EP, We Called It Love, is now available on all music platforms. So go ahead over to your Spotify, to your Apple Music, wherever you listen to music, and look up Deanna Marie's We Called It Love. It is one of my favorite EPs, and I know you'll love it too. Before we get started, remember, Wife Me Up is for the single person who wants to feel like they're part of the club. It's for the married person who has anyone single in their life. It's for the dating, the engaged, the enraged, and everyone in between. My hope is that this show provide a little humor, a lot of fun ideas, and ways that we can all be a little more connected to each other's stories. To not isolate or assume, but to engage and ask, to tell stories, to share ideas, and to as often as possible, create things for others to enjoy. Because what actually is life if it's not shared? It is Thursday, May 13th, 2021. Happy Thursday, everyone. And please welcome our awesome guest for today, your friend and mine, Deanna. Deanna, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'm super pumped that you're here today. I know. Deanna and I just laughed really hard because I got so excited before we started recording. I had to like (laughs) calm myself down. (laughs) I'm here like doing a shoulder dance. Yeah, you are. Feeling good. It is. It's a good feeling, good feeling day. So um, Deanna, can you give us a little background info about your music journey? Like, did you grow up singing, playing? What piqued your interest at first? All the background, tell us anything you want us to know, your deepest, darkest secrets, anything. Just <laughs> give us, give it all to us. Yeah, so I grew up singing, like I always sang around the house. I think my mom, uh, probably like any child of the 90s, we had like Disney movies and yep. like those Thumbelinas and Pebble and oh Penguin. Gosh, yeah, Thumbelina. Those, <laughs> I was thinking about Thumbelina this morning for whatever reason. I don't know. I'm 31. It's fine. <laughs> and um, so I always grew up with those, but we went to church in Asbury. Mm-hmm. And um, at that church, you had to be like a little older to sing or like do anything. But I'm also the youngest, so my brother could do it and sure. I couldn't. So, um, singing was one of those things that like i watched the other kids do but i couldn't do in a group and uh i also loved piano so the pianist at our church saw that i liked to watch him play so he offered me piano lessons 
Um, I love it. Yeah, so I started doing that. We would go, me and my mom would go like once a week to Asbury and he would teach like out of his house and he would never let us pay him. So my mom would like cook him food. Oh. Um, it's the only thing he would accept. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it started with piano and I took piano for many, many years. I should be way better at piano. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Butterworth. <laughs> If you're listening, this is our public apology. But yeah, many, many years of piano. And then um, in college, uh, I learned guitar. George taught me like three chords. George is the husband for those who don't. George is Deanna's husband. At the time, he was my boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) And he played guitar or plays guitar. And I wanted to learn. So he taught me three chords and said, well, I taught myself. So there you go. And was like good luck basically. Yeah. Yeah. George. (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, yeah, then I started writing music like on guitar. Um, and since then, yeah, before guitar, I used to only write music, like melodies, like I could sing and write lyrics, but I couldn't write with instruments. The music. Yeah. Because right. I wasn't as good at piano. So then I got <laughs> Mr. Rutherford. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then with guitar, I started writing. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So when you were like a little girl and you were interested in like singing and music and stuff, did you write things then or did the writing come more like as you matured the high school, college? Um, I remember writing songs probably like middle school. Like I remember... Mm-hmm for Mother's Day, like writing my mom a little song that I sang for her. Um, I, you, so I have this weird thing and this is like no offense to anyone, but We're like- all offended. <laughs> I don't like, aside from like children's poetry, I feel like poems shouldn't rhyme. Okay, like, got it. To me, it, it makes them sound cheesy. Yeah. But I loved writing poetry as well. So when okay. I wrote poetry, it didn't rhyme. And then when I wrote songs, they did. So anything that I wrote that was rhyming was, I would probably tell people they were poems, but I had a melody that I would sing along. In your head when Mm -hmm. you would do it. That's so cute. So when you're writing now, like when you're writing songs and creating melodies, can you talk to us about that process? Like what happens in your head? What happens in your heart? Like if we wanted to know about a song from start to finish, can you kind of walk us on that like journey with you? Yeah, it is a, a very messy, misdirected journey, <laughs> I think. I probably circle the same tree a number of times. But in general, because I've written songs many different ways, but in general, I think I start with um, a lyric that mm-hmm. I really like that like won't get out of my head. You're just swirling um, around in there. Yeah. Yep. And then if like if I'm gonna write everything, lyrics, music and all, and no one's gonna help, help me, then it's lyrics in my head. Um, I'll pick up the guitar um, and then I'll try and find chords that sound, <laughs> the six chords that I know. <laughs> I try to put them together in a way that sounds like I could get a melody out of it. Um, and then I'll strum a little something that I, that I like. Once I eventually get there, then I start writing lyrics to like a rhythm that I've come up with in my head. Mm -hmm. Um, And usually it takes, like it's very rare that I write a song in one sitting. I've probably only done that Mm -hmm. twice. Um, One song I wrote over a span of like 10 years, not actively every day, but (laughs) but it was was a title that I had in my head that I knew that I wanted it to to be that song. Mm -hmm. 
this is Snow Angels. It was a song about my friends who passed away when I was in high school. Yeah. Um, and like I tried writing it, I tried writing it, and it didn't come until like year 10, like the 10 year anniversary, uh, anniversary yeah, wow. on like a snowy day. Um, but if you look in like my music journals, you'll see that song, the title Snow Angels and a bunch of pages like crossed off and lines moved from here to there. Oh my gosh. Um, over years and years. So yeah, that's a lot of, yeah. that's a lot of effort in like for one thing. Yeah. Like so when it's, I mean, I think all my songs are important to me, but that one was like particularly important and I didn't feel like it was good enough any of the other ways. So yeah. I just kept, kept going with it. So yeah, I, I'm going to blindside you with this question. Sorry. Okay. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, but was that like part of that process, that tenure process of writing that song specifically for that purpose? Was part of that a healing, grieving? Like, were you kind of going through that process as you were yeah. He, making this song? Yeah, I think so. Because when they passed, I was 17. Mm -hmm. So, and I want to say I finished the song... Yeah, it was probably like 27 or 28. So I didn't, like it wasn't my instinct after they passed, like you gotta write a song about this. Right. So there was a little bit of time. Um, and back also probably when I started trying to write it, I didn't play guitar. Oh, right, um, you hadn't met George Yeah. Yeah. So I probably started it like a poem. Right. And then it grew into a song and, right. and all that. So while like within that time frame, like I visited her family. Sure. Um, like I grew up with them. So yeah. uh, I like hung out with old friends from high school and a lot of like conversations have been had and memories know, lots come of, to the surface. Yeah, feelings. lots of tears, lots yeah. of laughter, all those things. So it kind of yeah. like parts of the song I think came from like the inner monologue and the discussions from that. Yeah, the process of the process comes out. Yeah, I that is one of my favorite songs actually on your yeah. EP. I listen to that one a lot. Thank it's helped you. me too, but I like knowing the background too. Mm -hmm. um, I am not just saying this because I'm your friend. I'm saying this because I'm a truth teller. <laughs> I do believe that you are killing the music game in a myriad of ways and you're constantly serving incredible music to lots of different kinds of people and I've seen you operate in that context so I've seen you in like cozy living room sessions I've yeah. seen you like on stage I've seen you in the developing world yeah. shared music <laughs> where Deanna and I traveled together to Haiti it's like our passion project together yeah. um, so I've seen you share music there but can you, I've seen you in church share music, so yeah. I get to see it, so I get to talk about it. But <laughs> thank can you. you. Yeah, of course. Can you tell me a story about a time where you just knew that people were enjoying what you were putting out? Yeah, I think the, so my EP release, yeah, I think was one. Um, and that was 29. Yeah, 2019. 2019, right? Yeah. yeah. The last time we could all gather right. for things, right before Memorial Day. <laughs> yeah. um, and it was, first of all, I dreaded, like, the whole process of putting the EP together. Yeah. I was such, am such a perfectionist. I was like, it's not ready. It's not good enough. I recorded and re-recorded and re-recorded <coughs> songs many, many times. I'm sure. Over, like, two years. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um 
And so when I finally was like, okay, I'm just gonna pick a date and do the EP release and people were buying tickets and like excited to go. Yeah, I was, was like, thing. People yeah. were like talking about it and sharing it yeah. and tagging you. And like I had my friends open for me who I feel like are like incredible artists and I'm like honored that they would go before me, like that <laughs> right. I would headline a They'd show that, yeah, that they would play at. Um, but yeah, there were like 60 people there um, and just like watching the room and I don't know, I felt like I always care about my music, Yeah. but I actually got to see other people enjoy it because otherwise like the only people who really hear my songs would be like if I show my parents or like my right. brother um, and <laughs> right. George and be like, I wrote this, what do you think? And they're like, um, good job, we love yeah, you. Yeah, like, it's fine. And you know, you can't, they, they tell me when they don't. Sure. Like, they don't They don't use those words, but they'll be like, my mom. Like, that was nice. Or like, that was cute. <laughs> that was cute. You didn't like it, mom? It took me 10 years. <laughs> I'm not looking for cute. Yeah. So, um, I need a I, Grammy. Right, right. <laughs> I'm trying to win things, mom. What would you change? Um, and then I would say, like, you were there. I wrote my father-daughter dance oh, at the wedding. And I feel like that I was cried. like... Did you? Yeah, listeners, you have to know, Deanna wrote her father-daughter dance song for her wedding. It was the most precious thing I think I've ever seen in my life. I just sobbed. It's not my yeah. wedding, not my daddy. <laughs> and I was like, yes, girl. I love dad, too. I love dad. Um... I like I was never a girl that was like my dream wedding looks like this or right but I knew once I started writing music like one thing I wanted to do is write my father-daughter dance but I didn't tell my dad that right um I asked him what he wanted to like what he wanted to dance to and my dad like I'm daddy's girl 100% so he couldn't think about it he couldn't talk about it he'd get all flustered (laughs) so I was like okay dad I'll 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 pick some he's like yeah yeah, just just whatever you pick and then he'd so did he know Mm -mm. oh I didn't know that only only my brother knew because I played it for him before and he said that's cute <laughs> no he he offered me some notes and my sister-in-law was like Aaron she just wanted you to listen she didn't tell you like she didn't want you to change it <laughs> and then at the wedding he was also very emotional which was Aww. which is cute um so yeah my dad had no idea when we started dancing um I was I was like dad listen to the song he's like I hear it and I was like no dad listen and then I started singing and then he got emotional I and like it yeah <laughs> And I feel like that, like, I know everyone was there. Yeah. But like, that was for my dad and I knew that he enjoyed it. So like, yeah, mission accomplished. Do you think he's listened to it since then? Yeah. Yeah. They they bugged me until we emailed it to them. Yeah. I should like friends. Yeah. I should like release it. He's like on the golf course, like, look at what my daughter. Yeah. My mom was like, people at work want want it so they can use it for like their friends' weddings. One of his friends is a DJ and they want to play. I'm like, nobody wants to dance to my dad. Yes, they do. The song about my dad. Put it put it on there. (laughs) Release that song. Um, so if there are singer songwriters listening, I don't know if there are, there's, you know, whatever, a myriad of people. We all have our side hustle. Right. We all (laughs) Half of you are singer songwriters, even if you don't know it. That's right. (laughs) So if there are singer songwriters out there who are struggling to maybe start the project or finish the song or whatever it is, what advice would you have for them to pursue their dreams like you are? I would say 
just do it. Yes. Not like the Nike thing. But like I said, like it took me like two years, probably over two years to do the EP, like from the first song to the last song. And the last song that I wrote is actually the title track, which is We Called It Love, which is a song that I did write in one sitting. Mm. Um, And that was something I was like, yeah, this is good. I'm gonna keep this. This and before that, I had no name for the EP. I didn't know yeah. what I was gonna do with it, um, and that kind of put it all together. But I think we all like have a sense of pride in what we do, and we are no matter how much we say we don't care what other people think. If you're putting it out in public, you care we a little care. bit. Oh yeah, like totally. you want you want people to like it. Yeah, you, you know that not everyone will, but you want somebody to. Yeah. Um, and so I think just remember that someone will and it'll be someone that you don't expect yeah and um your work is good enough and you can always go back and like re-release it and do it again like do the exact same album and if you want or like project or whatever it is you just said something that i think is so important for people to hear your work is good enough yeah i think we're in like a constant comparison culture. And we, I kind of talked about this on our last episode, we interviewed a mom um, and we talked about the comparison of moms, but the same thing could be true here. Like there could be a lot of people who are comparing lyrics or songs or Mm -hmm. messages. Oh, I I can't do that because they did that. Yeah. And you're just saying, no, it's good enough. Like just put it out there. Yeah. And like, I have artists who I love, like the way they write or the way they sing. And I'm like, oh man, I wish I could do that. But it doesn't, like devalue what I can do or what I can write or that's exactly right. Like, yeah. So. Yeah. And who will, who in the world will hear it and feel something as a result of it or who right. in this case, even who will enjoy it. Yeah. Like someone might just simply enjoy it that, that wouldn't have been able to, if you didn't put it out in the world. Right. Uh, I love it. <laughs> Literally always make me cry. <laughs> okay. So we're going to switch gears um, and do something fun. Okay. Before we go, we're going to sign off in a minute, but we're going to play a five question game I made up called Can Deanna Guess Whose Lyric This Is? Oh, no. And I think you're going to do really well. So I'll say the lyric and you try to guess the artist. And if you need a hint, I can totally narrow it down for you. Okay. Um, But I hope these are artists I know. They're definitely artists you know. I can confirm that. Okay. Okay. Number one, lyric number one okay. in the game. Can Deanna guess whose lyric this is? Made up by Megan Faulkner and <laughs> Wife Me Up fam. Bodies are still being raised. Oh, it's Tasha Cobb's letter. Yes, yeah, you oh, got my, it. You guys should see how tense I, I was. Really relaxed <laughs> at the start of this, and now I'm like shoulders up. Her whole body's different. Her hands oh, are clenched. Man. Her shoulders are up. I'm listening. Okay. <laughs> Number two. That's all but, I'm going to get is like four words. This is uh, terrifying. Uh, maybe, maybe there's some more. Okay. Okay. Lyric number two. My life's a circus circus round in circles. I'm selling out tonight. Oh, it's Emily Sunday. It is Emily Sunday. I love Get her. It, girl. I know you do. I just did an Emily Sunday Saturday. It was lovely. Uh, brilliant. Lyricist. Brilliant. Oh I want to cover that. Oh, I shouldn't have said that because now I have to. (laughs) (laughs) And one challenge you have for yourself leaving today. Okay, great. We can't wait for the cover. You're two for two. Okay. Number three. Telling my whole life with his words. That's Lauryn Hill. It is! (laughs) 
She's good, guys. She is good. You're three for three. Okay. This one <laughs> makes me laugh. Awesome. Number four. <laughs> I almost can't say it. I'm going to get it together. Okay. Shouldn't be the reason why you're acting strange if nobody's holding you back from me. <laughs> it's Destiny's Child. Yeah. <laughs> Deanna's over here humming and I'm trying to make it like ominous. <laughs> and our last one, you're four for four. Okay. You're doing last question. Okay. Okay, it's amazing. Last one. You came into my world, you came into my world like a thief in the night. That's unexpected and fast. That's me. It is you! <laughs> you smoked this game. That song I wrote. Um Following a, a Taylor Swift, as I've heard in interviews by her, um, I shouldn't have mentioned her name in the thingy. Um, <laughs> now we got to pay her. Yeah. Oh, hey, girl. Pay <laughs> me. Um, that I was at work. I was working um, up in New York, and again, like lyrics and a melody were in my head, and I couldn't write anything because I was working. So I took my phone out, and I was like, and put my phone away. And then whenever I had a break, I would just keep singing into it. And I texted one of my friends. I was like, listen to this. What do you think? And then he wrote the guitar. And that's how that song was. Oh, my gosh. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are some of my favorite artists. Tasha Cobbs Leonard, um, Emily Sande, Lauren Hill, Destiny Child, Deanna Marie. We are for it. What Yay! a good group of lyrics to be in. Okay, last thing, Deanna, tell us where to find you and your music, Apple, Spotify, whatever, your EP, like help listeners connect your Instagram, whatever you want to give, we'll take it. So my Instagram is where I'm most active, which doesn't mean I'm like real active, it's just <laughs> where you'll see the most posts. Um, so it's at Lady D Marie. Uh-huh. And um, I also have Deanna Marie music page on Facebook, but my EP is called We Called It Love, and that's on like Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, all the places. All your streaming platforms. Yeah. And listeners, I'm gonna put all Deanna's contact stuff in the show notes. So if you're like, ah, I couldn't get that Instagram right away, or like I couldn't hear it, I'll put it in the show notes so you can just click on it. And um, definitely check out her EP, Let's Call It Love. We called it love. We called it love. We could Let's Call It Love too. Okay. Um, we called it love on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, all the streaming platforms. Deanna, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. We'll see you guys over on Megan Recommends. Hey everyone, and welcome to Megan Recommends, just a little place to share the things that are making my world brighter and better in hopes that they will make your world brighter and better too. So today, Megan Recommends listening to Deanna. Deanna, what do you have as a recommendation <laughs> for the Wife Map fam today? So I have a few recommendations. Ooh, we love a few recommendations. <laughs> so my first recommendation for for those looking for a gift for themselves or a loved one, and then they can borrow it mm, from I love one. a gift for myself. Yeah. I'm very good at those. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. I like those. Mm -hmm. um, it would be a Theragun. A Theragun. Yeah. It's Tell like a therapy. It's like a massage gun. Um, Amazing. So that when you can't get to a massage therapist, you can just like change the heads on them, change the pressure and get whatever part oh. of your body you need to get massaged. Do not massage your neck. I feel like that is not safe. Yes. But you know, like back, like 
shoulders, mm -hmm. legs, all those things. Follow all the guidelines on the Theragun yes. guidelines. Talk health to and a doctor safety. if you're unsure. Yes, great. Covered Cause, it. Because I am not a doctor. <laughs> um, and then. What? <laughs> not yet. That's news. <laughs> and then for those of you who might not want to buy a gift, but you just want a gift for yourself in general. I love music, mm -hmm. and so things that make my life better um, are Tiny Desk. So like Tiny Desk concerts, which oh, now yeah. they're Tiny Desk at home. So yes. so like artists are playing at home, mm -hmm. um, but they're like little mini concerts for anyone who hasn't seen them. They're like mini concerts of artists, like big name artists, some not as big name artists, but still you get to learn you know, their music and they're playing live, sometimes a little more acoustic. Sometimes they have a full like, band with them yeah set up at a tiny desk and when it when it does happen it's in washington dc <laughs> <laughs> they're they're mowing the lawn we got some landscapers outside wow <laughs> amazing oh mm, it's all right we'll keep going all right we'll, yeah. see. we'll see what happens and then something new that i have come across is song exploder which is on netflix um where i don't remember the guy's name uh, but he interviews artists and like breaks down or bands and breaks down a specific track that they have on an album. So like oh, one of my cool. favorites is Alicia Keys. Any Hamilton fans, he interviews Lin Manuel Miranda uh, for one of the songs in Hamilton, and they like break down the track. So like, how'd you get to this lyric? What about this beat? How did you like? What did you want the feel to be? They like interview the artists about the specific song. Yeah, and I mean, he that's gets so cool, and he gets like the track breakdown of it so he can just play the section without lyrics he can just play the drums if he wants he can just play the harps if he wants it can be just the vocals it's good time brilliant yeah so theragun number one and number two song exploder yeah and they can find song exploder on netflix, netflix. Yeah, yeah is it on youtube i don't think so but there is just like a um podcast that's what we're doing right now there's a podcast version <laughs> this thing where people talk and there's a microphone <laughs> there's a podcast version with even more artists but i haven't listened to those but i have watched the ones on netflix and they're great i'm so excited okay friends so check out a theragun for yourself or song exploder have a great day bye